What's up guys? Thank you for joining me. My name is Dr. Tom LeHue and uh, welcome to my channel where we talk about all kinds of things about the Enneagram, try to understand ourselves better and the people that we love. I really appreciate you joining me for this video. Uh, I'll just remind you that in the description below is a link to my website, TomLahue.com, where you can book coaching appointments. And also there's uh, information about the certificate programs that I offer in Enneagram Coaching. And I'd love for you to join one of those Zoom classes. Uh, they're a lot of fun and uh, lots of great people from around the world talking about the Enneagram and learning how to love each other and get along with each other. And also thanks to my patrons. I really appreciate your support on Patreon. I know you don't have to do it, and I just appreciate you, you standing with me. All right, so I wanted to talk to you for a second about something that happened this week. Uh, I had the privilege of uh, leading an Enneagram retreat, a conference, a workshop for an organization, and uh, it was an awesome experience. A lot of great people. In a lot of ways, man, these people are, they they make me look like a jerk because they just go around the world doing all kinds of wonderful things and helping people in crisis and uh, just servants, great people, great servants. And uh, I'm not going to mention the name of the organization, but uh, if I said it, you would know it. And I had the opportunity to speak to uh, a lot of their directors and uh, talk to them about the Enneagram so that they can, you know, take it back and, and understand their team members better and uh, the people that they're trying to serve. And it was just an awesome, awesome week. It was an awesome privilege. And uh, I got to speak to them for two days for eight hours a day. So it, by the time I was done, my throat's a little bit rusty and crusty. Uh, but anyway, <clears throat> something that happened in that conference, um, you know, at the end of the, uh, at the end of the, uh, the, the, my 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 lectures uh one of the one of the members of that team you know kind of came to the end of it and said okay i'm i'm confused you know like wh what do i do with this like how is this useful and it just wasn't connecting with her like all of this information and understanding all the types and knowing more about yourself it just wasn't connecting like do i have do i have to go out now and try to type everybody for this to be useful, how do I know what people's types are? I mean, how does it help me to know all this information if I then go back and try to apply it, but I don't know people's types unless they tell me, hey, I'm a type four or I'm a type five. How is this helpful? <clears throat> and I thought that was a fair question. Uh, I thought that was a good question. Um, and I, I just wanted to talk to you about that for a minute. How is knowing about the Enneagram helpful? Well, if you guys, you know, are like me and you've known about the Enneagram for a long time and, you know, you, you, you already know your own personal answer to that question, you might think to yourself a lot of different reasons, like how this has helped you or how it, how it, uh, you know, helps you to connect to people. Um, and you probably have your own answers and, it, we could probably, you know, take a day answering this question, getting in all the input from everybody, because I'm sure you have your reasons, but maybe you're new to the Enneagram and you're like, why should I spend all this time investing and in learning all this, this personality system? I already know Myers-Briggs. I already know DISC. I already know Strength Finders. I already know Spiritual Gifts. I mean, how many of these things, why should I deep dive into this? Um... And you might be kind of on the fence, like maybe this is the first video you ever watched about the Enneagram and you're like, is this really all it's cracked up to be? People in my church are talking about it. People at work are talking about it. My boss is talking about it. Oh my goodness. I, I'm a person. I'm, I'm not a type or you're trying to put me in a box or, um, 
you know, you're trying to divide everybody into groups and we just want to work together. And why do they have to keep making us analyze ourselves? This is just a waste of time. What we really need to do is get results and get things done. I can understand why people get frustrated with it. Um, and if it doesn't make sense to you right away, then it's like anything else. I mean, when you sit down and you learn an instrument, a guitar or a piano, if you can't just immediately, you know, ace that instrument, then you're likely to give up and get frustrated and say, what's the point? I don't get it. It's hard. It doesn't make sense. It just seems like there's constant more and more layers to learn um, harmony groups and, uh, you know, assertive types and wings. And then when you get all that, then you got to learn about subtypes. And it's like, oh, my goodness, you know, this just gets overwhelming. And I I don't know. I'm a perfect 10. I, what do I need to learn about this idiot, Graham, anyway? I always think about Elf. An Enneagram. Ooh, that sounds wonderful. I want one of those. Telegram. Okay, so I, I I guess I just, my immediate answer to that question, like, why is this useful? How is this helpful? Do I have to go type everybody now? No, I, I, I my immediate answer to that question is, it helps you know your own blind spots better. Um, it helps you know what growth would look like for you. You know, um, it helps you see maybe a little bit how you're coming across that you don't realize. Like when you watch a video of yourself, if you were to watch a home movie of yourself and let's say you see yourself barking and growling and yelling at everybody and you're like, oh, wow, yikes, do I do that? Or imagine that you get to sing on a stage, maybe at a church or you know, a school play or something and, and you and you get up there and you sing and you do your best job you can do and you know you 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 hear from your insides, right? But everybody else hears from the outside. You've all had that experience where you listen to your voice on a recording and you're like, is that what I sound like? That's not what I sound like, because you're used to hearing yourself on the inside. And so when you watch a video of yourself singing or God forbid you watch a video of yourself dancing, um, you know, you might be surprised. Like, is that what I look like? Yikes. You know, is that what I sound like? Because in my head, it sounds like Josh Groban. That's what it sounds like in my head. I mean, I sound like Michael Buble, but when I listen to myself, I sound like Gomer Pyle. Actually, Gomer Pyle sounds a lot better. But is that what I, is that how I'm coming across? Because that's not what I thought I was doing. All right, in my mind, it didn't seem so irrational. But when I look at myself on a video, it seems pretty irrational. The enneagram is like that. It's like a mirror. It's like the Bible. You know, in fact, I think the enneagram tells us the same things the Bible tells us, just uses different words. Um, but I think you, it'll help you see the parts of yourself that maybe you tend to hide from yourself. Um, beneath the mask, beneath the exterior, uh, there's this person. And when you learn about the Enneagram, you learn about the masks. You learn about, you know, your self-protective uh, strategies that you may not even know you're employing. And so I would say one of the first things that comes to my mind is it'll help you see things about yourself that maybe you didn't realize or... Um, and that's what you call blind spots. Or we could say it'll help you uh, see the parts of yourself that you tend to um, 
ignore uh, the strategies you employ to make it in this difficult life. And life is difficult, but we live in a broken world and we're broken people. And the Enneagram shows us our various levels of brokenness and how my brokenness is different than yours. And then that leads to hopefully a sense of compassion, like to be a little more gentle with myself, to observe myself and say, wait a minute, there I go again, you know, doing that strategy that that I feel like works for me, but maybe it's not really working for me. And it helps me be more compassionate with the people around me. When I recognize that this person's struggling with anger, then I don't need to be so sensitive about their anger. When I see and understand that this person is struggling with vanity or deceit or envy, uh, it helps me be a little more compassionate with, with that person. Let me give you an example. One of my daughters, Olivia, she's been in some of my videos. I need to get her back in my videos because she's a superstar. But she's a six-wing seven, okay? So just a regular person, uh, a normal person, a regular person, a buddy, all right? A six-wing seven. You don't get more regular and normal than that. And, you know, she knows the Enneagram backwards and forwards. Just It's just kind of like by osmosis being in our family. And, you know, one of the things that we've noticed is we don't have a lot of threes in our life. Like, we've got nines. We've got, you know, uh, a couple of ones. we got some twos. we got some fours. We, you know, we've got all these. When you look at, like, relatives and people that we're in contact with, and really even, you know, in our larger circles, we don't have a lot of threes. Maybe that tells you something about the people we hang out with. We don't have any, you know, superstar threes. Um, but anyway, she noticed, like, I don't I don't really know if I spend any time around threes. We've got one in our family, but he lives way on the other side of the country. We don't get to spend a lot of time with him. So we're like, she said, I just noticed I don't have any threes in my life. Well, she went to the house of a new friend. She met a friend. She went to that friend's house. And um, she said, you know, we sat down in her room and we just started talking and chit-chatting. And she said, then she started to point to all of her accomplishments. She pointed to her awards and her certificates and to her uh, trophies and uh, her pulled out like, you know, a photo album, a scrapbook of all of her. Uh, this is when I ran this and this is when I, I placed here and this is when I... And, you know, Olivia just kind of noticed like, um, I think this girl is a three. I think she's a three. And, you know, she was excited. Like, I've got a three now. I've got a three in my life. And she didn't tell her anything about the Enneagram. She didn't say, I know what your sin is. Your sin's deceit. Eh, I know. No, she didn't do that. Okay. That's not the purpose of the Enneagram. To be able to put people into a corner, point at them and say, I can see through your shenanigans. But look how helpful this can be. Okay. Can you imagine... Um, what, what would it be like if, if she didn't know the Enneagram? Well, first thing I would think is Olivia might look at all these accomplishments and think, wow, there must be something wrong with me. Like, I don't have any of this stuff. Uh, what's wrong with me? How come I don't set goals and aim high and achieve great things? And Olivia does, but she's just not driven to that. And she certainly doesn't keep records of it. And when she's asked, what, are, what have you accomplished in the last you know, six months, she's going to go blank. Like, I don't know. I mean, I play the piano. Is that anything? I don't know. I sing, you know, in my church band. Is that, what is that? I don't get an award for that. But I could see how, like, if you didn't know the Enneagram, take a junior high girl and put her around somebody that's got a lot of accomplishments and they could feel like, well, maybe there's something wrong with me. Um, or she might think, wow, this girl is really just full of herself. She just 
Oh my goodness, she's got to tell me all about what she's accomplished. Oh wow, let's make it a show about her. She's a superstar. None of that happened because Olivia in her mind immediately thought, Oh, she's a three. Oh. Hmm. And it's more like a compassion, like, Oh honey, you know, she didn't say any of this out loud, but this is kind of the thinking like, Oh honey, you know, you're an amazing person, whether you accomplish any of this or not. She didn't say that, but that was kind of now the spirit, the spirit of the friendship now sort of adjusts to a compassionate one. Like, like, do you know you're a person of amazing worth and value, even if you didn't accomplish any of these things? I mean, it's great that you do. It's great that you're interested in these things, but you know, it doesn't make you who you are. And it's just amazing how like understanding that it just it, it it takes the competition out of life. It really does. It takes the competitiveness out of life. And some of you guys can be pretty competitive. I mean, you know, we tend to identify ourselves as I am I am what I have. There, there's five, six, and seven. I have support from others. I have the information and the answers, the five, the support from others and assurance, the six. I have guitars and and a uh, hundred bottles of fragrances. And I, ha- I know it's a dumb hobby. I have, um, you know, uh, whatever I'm interested in. I have more of it. I have exciting opportunities. I'm a seven. I have tickets to Disney World. I have tickets for a vacation. I am what I have. Boats. I could, the list could go on forever. Jet skis, Jeeps, campers. I mean, I could, I could do this. My sin is gluttony. Don't you have compassion for me? (laughs) Okay. So I am what I have. And then look at the anger types, eight, nine, and one. I am what I do. Um, Eights, I get things done. I build log cabins. I get out of my way. I'm going to push this. I'm going to make this happen. I'm going to, other people are incompetent. Get out of my, and then nines. I am what I do. I do what people, I, I, I get my job done. I, I'm a teacher. That's who I am. I'm a teacher. I've been a teacher for 20 years and I'm going to keep being a teacher. I am what I do. I, I get along with people or ones. I am what I do. I'm the school principal. Uh, I'm the drill sergeant. I'm the manager of, of the store. I, I make things better. I organize. I, I schedule, I do logistics, I do the right thing, I'm responsible. And then look at two, three, and four. I am what people say about me. Um, I wake up and I know I'm loved because people tell me they love me and they tell me they need me and they tell me they care about me. And if they don't, ah, my world starts to collapse. I am I am what people say about me. People say I'm amazing. People applaud. People come to my my tournaments. People people um, ooh and ah over my trophy case. Uh, people call me the boss. People call me the executive. People are subordinates to me. Uh, uh, people people uh, are amazed at my beautiful physique. Said Tom. Never. Okay. Um, or people think I'm unusual. People think I'm I'm different. People think I'm outstanding. People uh, people walk up and they say, "Wow, I wish I had the courage to just be like you." Because ooh, a little bit of envy there. Because you're just not afraid. You're so bold to be yourself. You're so daring. You're so outside the box. I am what people say I am. Um, none of these are true. I'm not what I have. I'm not what I do, and I'm not what people say I am. So then who am I? Well, the Enneagram is a good place for you to begin that journey. And um, 
I'd love to have you in one of my classes. Um, Enneagram coaching certificate. You want to be an Enneagram coach? Enneagram coaching in the Christian life. We deal with the this kind of thing, like who am I and what does it mean to be a person? <laughs> Seems like a simple question, but actually think about it. What makes you a person? Okay, think about that. And then uh, Enneagram and relationship coaching, because the Lord knows we all need a little help with our relationships. So how is the Enneagram helpful? Well, I think ultimately as you dive in deeper and as you learn more and as you read books and as you watch videos and as you talk about it with your friends, the friends that will let you talk about it, I think you'll start to figure out in your own way how it becomes useful to you. And hopefully all of us, it'll move us to compassion. It'll move us out of stagnation. It'll help us to see the self-protective strategies that we use that sometimes get the best of us. And it'll help us be more present to life. So I'll see you guys next time. Take care. Thanks.